HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Two percent, two percent, two percent. Uh, the two percent's right over here. Oh, hey, Jenna. I didn't know you shopped here. Uh, yeah, anything to support local food, know what I mean? I definitely do. Though that's not the only thing you do in the name of Good Eats, obviously. Well, true. I also host Eating Matters every Wednesday at 5 p.m. where we talk about food policy and how it impacts all of us. Be sure to tune in. All right, gotta get the plug in there, I get it. Yep, I'm hashtag shameless. You know what else you can do to support the local food community, right? Well, yeah. Make a donation to Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. That's right. And I gotta call you out on the whole local thing. What do you mean? Well, The Farm Report, A Taste of the Past, Japan Eats. Those are shows that take you around the country and the world. I'll give you that. So how can listeners give their support? It's pretty easy. Just go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the big red heart in the top right corner. It's pretty easy from there. Thanks. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit Corin.com. Today's program was brought to you by MTC Kitchen, mutual trading company's restaurant supply store. For more information, visit mtckitchen.com. This is Michael Harlan Turkel, host of The Food Scene. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Japan Needs. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, a food writer and a director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deeper understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from our studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at deli- every daily in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi ramen izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I will try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Keiko Kitazawa Koch, who is a Japanese tea ceremony instructor based in New Jersey, and she has been teaching tea ceremony to over 500 people a year since 2009 in Tri-State area. We'll talk about what exactly this tea ceremony is, how Keiko got into it, how to be a good guest at the tea ceremony, and more. Hello, Keiko. Welcome to, welcome to Japanese. Hi. 
So um, I heard that before you became a tea ceremony instructor, you worked as an interior designer. So tell us about your background. Sure. I was born in Nara, an ancient capital of Japan. I studied design at Osaka University of Arts. And after graduation, worked for an interior design firm in Tokyo for five years. Mm. So, and then you came to New York uh, for... For study art. Right, just the excitement. You, you didn't stay in, in Japan, so you, the excitement of New York? Or? Yes, sure. Okay. And uh, how did you get into tea ceremony? Well, um, actually, um, I started first round tea ceremony when I was nine years old. Mm. My mother insisted on it, as I recall. Initially, I studied with a Mushano Koji Senke. Which is one of the schools of yes, uh, yeah, ceremony. one of the yeah, and uh, now I'm an uh, instructor of Omote Senke, and uh, about five years uh, in my younger age, and I stopped going when I was went to the middle school. Hmm. So you, you're busy doing something else. So yes, uh, actually I was <laughs> um, the basketball player. Oh wow, <laughs> that's that sounds like the opposite. Yes, yes, wow. yeah. Okay. And then, uh, but you got into um, art, design, kind of, uh, you know, some uh, visually beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So there must be something yes. in common between tea ceremony and so. Yeah. Um, let's um, go back to the, uh, my younger age tea ceremony. Mm-hmm. When I went to the, um, the, my teacher's house, it's always uh, tidiness and cleanliness of my teacher's home mm-hmm. and complete uh, with seeded flowers. And scent of scent of the incense, right? Yeah, and the tea room was always, always very serene, with only the sound of the boiling water. Mm. And of course, um, the sweets are very delicious right. for my younger age. <laughs> right. And the teacher was very kind, and then I really loved that environment. Mm. And I think um, I was very fortunate to have experienced the very essence of tea ceremony. That's a young age. Mm. So the listeners who don't know anything about this uh, tea ceremony, you know, if you go to a tea ceremony room, usually there's a very beautiful seasonal flower mm-hmm. and the, you know, calligraphy and, of course, tatami mat mm-hmm. and the quiet. And you can even smell the wood, you know, the walls or something very... Um, yeah, very different um, world from everyday life. Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of like a sacred mm-hmm. little space. Just cut off uh, from all those noisy, busy life. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. And um, when I really get into the tea ceremony, was um, my early thirties. I had another fortune to resume my tea ceremony running with Omote Senke School, mm. where I met uh, Omote Senke tea master Akira Ozasa Sosho, who inspired me to immerse myself in the deep world of the tea ceremony. Mm. Right. We're going to touch on that uh, different schools there, but uh, you converted to something else, right, basically. Yes, mm. yeah. And he taught me what it means to practice, practice tea ceremony, what the way of tea is a way of a human being, mm. that he taught me. Wow. Yes. So, what does it mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a very deep meaning and very wide. Right. So, basically, um, because tea ceremony is such a focused 
um, act. Like you make, basically you make tea for your guests, right? But you have to really make it um, very careful mm-hmm. to make it the moment perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, I think the essence of hospitality of tea ceremony, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so... Um, well, let's talk about what tea ceremony is, just because I think many of uh, our listeners don't know. And it's even for Japanese people. It's the, what is that? I cannot define it. Yeah, it is difficult to tell. But I can say um, that there are two things. Tea, tea ceremony is a meeting of the mind of host and guest through, the, through enjoyment of delicious tea together. Mm. And it is also a process through which we can elevate myself mm, okay so the first uh, you know if you go to this tea room called chashitsu mm-hmm. and then there is a host waiting for you mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk about details later but the the host is really carefully prepared for the guest to make the special tea and then it's very quiet right yes it's yeah. not like um you know conversational mm-hmm. thing yeah. but you have a beautiful way to make tea, mm-hmm. you know, the way you move fingers, the way you stand up, sit down, and of course, uh, outfit, kimono. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, uh, to me, very theatrical experience. Yeah. Um, yes. So, okay, and then you said uh, it's a uh, well, pr- process through which you can elevate yourself. So yes. <laughs> by self-improvement. So what do you mean by that? Uh, well, um, the one thing, one feeling is uh, more than 100 times listening. Mm. So um, I can say um, if you go to the uh, formal tea ceremony, which is a chaji, mm-hmm. um, it's really you can understand what I'm talking about. Okay, so yeah, yeah so let's talk about chaji. But, uh, you know, chaji is the most formal thing. Mm-hmm. And then you can be just have a more casual, just tea. But uh, chaji has... Um, Includes yeah. meals, right? Well? Um, Chaji is a formal tea party where kaiseki course meal is following by koita service, mm. and uh, Chaji could be organized around both uh, seasonal theme and the constellation of the time of the day mm-hmm. when it take place. Right. It could be also take a theme from any special occasion. Mm. So the key is uh, the seasonal. Yes, and seasonal then... and time and. Uh, who you want to invite. Right. So yeah. time means uh, morning, afternoon, evening. Mm-hmm. And uh, that means uh, the moment, mm-hmm. like early in the summer morning. Right. That's a very special, yeah. refreshing time. And yeah. maybe warm evening in the winter. Mm-hmm. That's another different kind of experience. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, for example, in November, when the jar containing the, the tea leaves harvested mm-hmm. that year is opened for the first time. Mm-hmm. And the host might entertain the guest by serving a, a kaiseki cuisine meal at around noon and serving the fresh new tea. Mm. This is a November's uh, occasion, okay. special event. Right. And, and of course, kaiseki is full of seasonal food. Yeah, we are yeah, very full of seasonal, yes. Right. And then in the summertime that you talk about uh, the early morning, mm. because it uh, uh, must be before uh, get really hot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Japanese summer is very hot. Right. Humid, yeah. So. so it means uh, it starts from 6 a.m. and then ended uh, uh, 10 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it means your host have to prepare the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So I mean, I think uh, there's 
I think you told me before that uh, there is uh, one really early. Uh, it started from three o'clock in a way. Yes, yeah. This most uh, memorable, the charge I recently hosted, mm-hmm. um, was held a very cold winter morning, and then yeah, started three a.m. So I mean, what's the reason that you started so early? Well, um, we can enjoy the the time and mm-hmm. the day, and uh, also lights changes. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Yeah, the ceremony began with candlelight. Ah. But um, as the time passed, the scene gradually turns brighter mm-hmm. as the sun rises. Yeah, that, and also the silence really in the morning is very mm. quiet. Right, and so then, the dawn and then there's a bird singing, there's no yes, car. Exactly, right. yeah. We can on, only disturb the, on, um, the sound of birds outside mm. and then the water boiling in the kettle in the tea room. Oh, wow. This year, this beautiful moment with uh, my very close friends mm-hmm. was a really, really beautiful experience. Mm. Well, you have to have close friends who can join you at yes. three o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> right. So, and then, of course, uh, matcha has a good amount of caffeine. Mm-hmm. So you start the day really <laughs> exactly. beautifully, nicely. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And where did you have it? At home, my house. Oh, okay. Uh, at my home. Right. Yeah. Oh, so that's another thing that. You know, for formal tea ceremony, mm-hmm. you tend to have, you know, the small special guest tea mm-hmm. ceremony you tend to have uh, mm-hmm. at your house, right? Yeah, it's better to have the my house because um, the host can show the um, the host's lifetime to the guest. Mm. Yes. So it's really uh, sharing your mm-hmm. life with your guest, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, and then uh, you have, uh, you know, like, uh, y- you say preparation. Right, so preparation. And also very important, uh, who you want to invite, uh, that I previously mm-hmm. told me, the host must decide uh, on the themer mm-hmm. and uh, um, principal guest of the occasion or, right. or, or the ceremony. Mm. So like uh, the yeah. theme, for example, summer morning, mm-hmm. like the seasonal. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, ma- the guest must be chosen carefully. Because uh, we all together, hours and hours, in a very small space. Mm. So <laughs> guests must be, you know, close friends. Right. So yeah. you cannot hate each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And also, like, uh, sharing, understanding um, some sort of... Because the tea ceremony, to me, mm-hmm. is so sacred and quiet. And the whole attention goes to host movement, right? So you have to appreciate that kind of uh, silence and the subtleness. Right, yeah. The theme of the, uh, the tea ceremony um, have to be um, selection and combine of utenso, the kaiseki meal, and sweets mm. as elements of the event. Right. They are in harmony mm-hmm. and tell a story. Right. Yeah, sometimes uh, revealing um, hidden sub-theme. Uh, yeah. yeah, for example, like, the, the calligraphy on the wall might point to the main theme, mm. But uh, um, the end of the tea ceremony, we show some utensil, mm-hmm. including a tea scoop. Mm-hmm. And the tea scoop has a poetic name, could be a sub-theme. Ah, okay. So, yeah, so listeners who are not familiar with the tea ceremony, again, mm-hmm. it's like that each piece of uh, utensils that has very artistic shape and uh, traditional Yeah, meaning. and sometimes poetic name. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Okay. So it's really the more you learn, the more you can find different、mm-hmm. things. It's almost like、uh, getting used to watching、uh, theater acts in a way. Yes. Right. Okay. And,、uh, so preparation is really hard.、Mm-hmm. And sometimes the whole night. And、uh, we can say the host gets 70%、mm-hmm. of the enjoyment.、Um, And then guests get 30%. Because、mm-hmm. the preparation is fun. Yeah,、planning. right. Yeah. Right. So、exactly. you mean preparation, meaning、um, like you know, choosing which utensils yeah and、uh, what kind of theme、mm-hmm. and the flowers. Right. Everything.、Mm. Mm. Like a party. Right, yeah. Right. Okay, so, so the tea ceremony is not just、uh, drinking tea、mm-hmm. uh, in a formal setting, but、uh, it's really a production of a Great party.、Mm-hmm. It may not be noisy, but it's like a silent. Right, but we actually we can、uh, have a, a lot of conversation、mm-hmm. uh, during uh, um, Chaji.、Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not only silent、mm-hmm. because we have to enjoy always talking about the、uh, um, talking about the utanso, talking、mm-hmm. about the season, talking、mm-hmm. about、uh, some beauty stuff. Right,、yeah. okay. Right.、Um, so, the, what is the purpose, or in other words, the essence of tea ceremony? Well, that is a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah.、Um, the, that I can say、um, why I studied the tea ceremony or why I get into the tea ceremony.、Mm. Um, taking time out of a busy day. Mm. And sitting in tea room, emptying my mind of thought,、mm. listening to the sound of water boiling in the kettle, and drinking a bowl of tea is such an exquisite pleasure.、Mm. It's almost meditative.、Uh, yeah, I can say that.、Mm. Okay. Because we can't think about anything.、Mm. Mm. So you just focus on making good tea and the、uh, five senses, smelling,、mm-hmm. right. and、mm-hmm. hearing. Right. Okay. And、uh, so that's the mindfulness.、Mm-hmm. That's、uh, the meditative mind. Yeah. So it's always associated with tea ceremony.、Mm-hmm. In other words, if you practice tea ceremony,、mm-hmm. then you can exceed in meditation in a way、mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. Yeah.、Wow. Exactly.、Mm. Okay, well, the,、uh, the full disclosure I had a, an experience. I have a rustic、mm-hmm. license、mm-hmm. of Urasenke,、uh, mm-hmm. Urasenke School,、mm-hmm. and that、uh, was、uh, when I was a high school student. So it was really, I didn't have that、um, deep learning. I, I really learned、uh, the formats, how to remember the, you know, the orders and、mm-hmm. things like that, but I don't think I got into that spiritual, meditative、uh, level. Like you can still remember the scene of the environment, what's beauty、mm-hmm. and、uh, the quiet. Right.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so fascinating. I think、mm-hmm. that's why I kept doing it.、Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't think I remember any orders or any. You orders don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay.、Um, so, what is the history about tea ceremony? Okay.、Um, tea was brought from China、mm. in the 9th century. Mm-hmm. And、uh, the end of the 12th century, tea was used、uh, like a medicine.、Mm-hmm. Then, gradually, the custom of drinking tea as a luxury item became、uh, widespread.、Mm-hmm. Then, in the 15th century, imported、uh, goods, like tea goods,、mm-hmm. from China、mm-hmm. as well. 
we are used as ornaments in living rooms huh. and、uh, as tea utensil for tea ceremony.、Mm. Right. It's almost like artwork. Right.、Mm. Then,、um, 16th century, Senrikyu、mm. gave tea ceremony its final form. Right. So, listeners, the name, Senrikyu. Yeah, finally. <laughs> he showed up. Right. He's, he's, the, he's the guy. He's a, he's a master. He's、right. a, yeah. Yeah, if you say tea ceremony, <laughs> yeah, Senrikyu, you know, that's,、mm-hmm. that's to be the name that you know. Right. right. So, my school, Omote Senke style, has over. 400 years of history.、Mm. This tradition is not just the、uh, inheritance of the form,、mm. but it's adapted to each period. Okay. So it is a living culture that、uh, has been handed down. Interesting.、Yeah. So,、yes. like、uh, 600 years ago, they have different formats. I don't know about 600 years ago. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but、uh, yeah, we have a, you know,、uh, we have a carrying 400 history.、Mm. But、uh, Can, cannot be just、uh, history.、Mm-hmm. It's a half day alive. Right. Yeah, match to the modern life.、Mm. Then we can transfer to the next ze- generation. Right. Yeah, which is、uh, like a tea history is like a on the line, and then line is continuous、mm. in the future forever. Interesting.、Mm. Okay. So,、um, so the, by the way, the listeners,、uh, the Sen Nuriki, he was a very、uh, school person. He was so into. Um, preserving the tea, you know, the rusticity of tea and simplicity. And so the big shogun tried to、mm-hmm. um, make him make, he, make tea his own way. And he said no. And eventually he has to kill himself by the order of the shogun. So it's like、uh, the saint of the tea, <laughs> that's Senoriku. Right. right.、Mm-hmm. Anyway, so,、um, so what is special about Japanese tea ceremony for you? So, like, has everything. Anything changed since you started practicing tea ceremony? Yes. <laughs> okay.、Uh, tea ceremony for me is a, has been a part of my life,、mm. giving me a, a spiritual richness and pleasure. And it often said that when I practice tea ceremony,、uh, you are rewarded with 10 positive changes.、Mm. In my case, number one, meeting new people.、Mm-hmm. Number two, making friends with people from different backgrounds. Because、mm, the tea is、uh, the connecting point.、Yeah. So, whoever is interested in tea. Right, exactly.、Yeah. And number three, inspired to curious and learn about various topics、mm. like is,、uh, flower, food,、uh, sweets,、right. architecture, and calligraphy, and、uh, Clothes, kimono,、mm. everything. Right.、Yeah. So that's the, again, that's the production part that、mm-hmm. you're planning. Right. So you have to be knowledgeable about different things and、mm-hmm. get curious about that. That's very, very fun. Right. Yeah. And、uh, number four, minding more about、uh, how I look、mm. and how I behave. Right. Because it's. I'm、uh, teaching to the student,、mm-hmm. you have to be very nice. Very beautifully,、mm-hmm. so I have to be like that. <laughs> right, the whole attention goes to you.、So. Right, exactly. Right, but I, I wish、uh, listeners can see、uh, Keiko because she's beautifully dressed in kimono and her posture is amazing. And yeah, so I think, well, I'm, I'm sure it was even before the tea ceremony, <laughs> but it's very impressive. So, okay. And then number five, keeping my house tidy,、mm. which is 
I was very cleanest and I can organize very well because mm-hmm. I was an interior designer. Right. But however, uh, since I started or deep into the tea ceremony, I do much more than used to be. Mm. Because, because mm, you invite guests? and uh, Well, mm, not only like that. The tea utensils have to be somewhere it's supposed to be. Okay. Yeah, so always I have to organize. Mm. Mm. So, so it's it became almost, uh, it's, uh, just a part of me. Right. Mm. Sounds like uh, you're creating a gallery space for your tea oh, utensils. Yeah, I can say that. Kind of. mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So whoever wants to do organize well, they should run the Japanese <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> okay. Yes. Right. Mm. And uh, you know the, the book, famous book? Uh, yes, I know right. that these days yeah, right. Japanese uh, organi- yeah. organize a house. Or yeah, Marie Kondo, the, oh, you know, the yes. famous book. Mm-hmm. Just if you just have to uh, clean up your house, right, organize. Right. Yeah. So that's another way. To better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so this ceremony, that's the way. Yeah. And then number six. Uh, being self-confident, mm. I can say um, I can teach and I can tell about the tea ceremony. Mm. Some, so like uh, um, here is America, not Japan. So right. Japanese, as Japanese is my identity. So mm. I'm so happy to tell about the Japanese culture to the American. Right. And uh, number seven. Mm. Um, became comfortable talking about the length about the Japanese culture, which is the same as number six. Mm-hmm. And uh, number eight, um, found something that I can pursue for life. Mm. So I can continue to learn right. anything until I... Decide not to. Right. Right. Because it's, uh, there's no perfection. You have to keep practicing tea ceremony. Exactly. And it's yeah. so spiritual. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And also, um, people think uh, the tea producer is very complicated. Mm. But actually, it is fun to find the fun in the running different procedure for tea ceremony. Mm. So, it's fun. Okay. And then number 10, learning to entertain people at the Chaji, the ultimate of tea ceremony, which is uh, super my favorite. Mm. Okay. Wow, so sounds like there's so many things mm-hmm. and that everybody can get the 10 benefits, right? Right, of, exactly. Uh, yeah, each people ceremony. has a different, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. more than 10 more. Wow, I'm, I'm determined. I have to relearn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, and uh, so, you know, we talked about different schools of uh, tea ceremony. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can just quickly go through different kinds of tea ceremony schools. Yes, this is among frequently asked question whenever I go to the tea demonstration or tea lecture. Mm. And my master, tea, my tea master, once told me that the differences are only issue, consequences, and that is uh, because all share and driving spirit of tea. Mm. So it's nothing important. Mm. It's different. Right. So I would offer the same answer. Mm. Okay. So yeah, the Meyer seasonality and the moment that you have, you share with your guest, and then um, that's the spirit meditative attitude. Mm-hmm. And I heard that uh, you know the this I was I, I learned uh, studied Omote Senke and you are the master of uh, Omote Senke, and there's uh, the one you mentioned at the beginning. You had uh, Mushano Koji. So I think the, these are the three main mm-hmm. schools, right? 
Right. And I heard, um, so the Urasenke, for instance, they have like a, the movement is more punctuated and the Mutesenke is more natural flow. And <laughs> people just say whatever, but that's what I heard. Well, it could be. I, I don't know. I right. don't know about the uh, other schools. So, okay. Um, right. But the essence <coughs> is But the essence, same. yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. So um, I think I'll take a quick break here. So when I come back, we'll talk about how to become a good uh, guest at the tea ceremony. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American. And that is why they're located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Corin's unique store in Lower Manhattan is home to perhaps the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan, plus the rarest natural sharpening stones and exquisitely designed tableware. They also host special events such as knife sharpening demonstrations and parties with New York's most famous chefs and restaurateurs. Corin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the implicit and elegance of Japanese culture to your table. Be it in your home or in the finest restaurant. For more information, visit corin.com. Today's program was brought to you by MTC Kitchen. MTC Kitchen is run by New York Mutual Trading, a premier specialist for wholesale Japanese food and restaurant supplies since 1926. They are a one stop shop for all your Japanese culinary needs. They have a range of quality Japanese knives. Sharpening stones, kitchenware, tableware, and shelf stable food, and are conveniently located in Midtown Manhattan near Grand Central Station. Although they specialize in wholesale distribution, this venue is open to the public and they showcase artisan tableware that is only available at the showroom. For more information, visit mtckitchen.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Eats Broadcasting Live from a Studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, and my guest today is Keiko Kitazawa Koch, who is a Japanese tea ceremony instructor based in New Jersey. So,、um, let's see. So, there are some essential philosophies behind tea ceremony. So, I think the most important thing is、uh, wabi sabi.、Um, and、uh, we actually discussed it on this show with、uh, Stephen Globus, who hosts、uh, Space for Your Teaching Practice in Manhattan. At、uh, Globus Wasitsu, right? And、uh, this wabi sabi is、uh, it's a very elusive concept. So I just wanted to ask you how you define wabi sabi.、Oh, that is a question not so easy to answer, even in <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> so I learned,、uh, I studied. Okay. This comes as somehow the lonely condition or the taste of the elegant simplicity, which is a denial of coloration,、mm-hmm. has been developed. As an aesthetic, which is、uh, perhaps unique to Japanese culture.、Mm. The word wabi derived from the verb wabu, meaning dejection, bitterness, being reduced to poverty. 
and the sabi is derived from the verb sabu, meaning to get old,、mm. to be discolored. The words were given a positive value and adapted in the word, words of tea ceremony and haiku, and as terms used to express beauty.、Mm. This is where Japan's unique aesthetic scene and attitude toward culture lie.、Mm. It's difficult. <laughs> right. So basically, you know, poverty or, you know, the getting old, like、mm-hmm. rustic.、Mm-hmm. So these are, in Western society, they are regarded as negative.、Mm-hmm. But in Japanese tea, tea ceremony culture,、um, it's a beauty. Yeah, we found the beauty、mm-hmm. in the getting old、mm-hmm. or missing something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I think、uh, the essence is. You know, the, naturally, as it gets older,、mm-hmm. the real thing reveals itself. So, in a very、uh, quiet setting of tea ceremony,、mm-hmm. we appreciate that the、uh, rusticity. Yeah, that Rikyu loved this wabi sabi.、Mm-hmm. So, Senna Rikyu, he's the guy who、mm-hmm. kind of established this value.、Mm-hmm. Of, uh, right. So, yeah, things getting older, and you don't have to throw it out. Maybe you should take a look.、Yeah. And then yes, exactly. Beauty. <laughs> Beauty in it. Right. Okay. And、uh, yes, I have so many questions for you. So I,、um, let's talk about、uh, what happens when you attend a tea ceremony. So, you know, we know that now there are nice tea, small tea room, that's jashitsu.、Mm-hmm. And,、uh, you know, you go, go into the room、mm-hmm. and、uh, sit down、mm-hmm. quietly.、Mm-hmm. And what happens? Well,、um, I can just say that、um, enjoy the company of the host and other guests. Right, okay. So then you sit down, and then usually I think the sweet is served first. Yes, sweet is served first,、mm-hmm. yes, exactly. And then、uh, you drink tea,、mm-hmm. and then you appreciate、mm-hmm. you know, the bowls that the tea is、mm-hmm. served in. So is that the basic flow? Yeah, just drink, just eat delicious sweets,、mm-hmm. and、uh, drink delicious. Mm-hmm. And enjoy utanso,、right. yeah, enjoy environment. That's、mm-hmm. it.、Mm. So, so, that's what you can expect, listeners. <laughs> It's like、oh, eat, yeah, drink, but, and appreciate.、Mm, right. right. Okay.、Mm. However,、um, the, you can maybe、um, know about the maybe three basic things、mm-hmm. to be a good guest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, number one. This is important. <laughs> Wear a pair of queen socks. Oh, yes, definitely. Because <laughs>、yeah, you have to take off your shoes. Right,、mm-hmm. but if I don't tell, they don't really have a clean pair of socks, of course. <laughs> so it's, you know, so because tea room is always very clean and purified.、Mm. And tea utensils are placed directly on the tatami mats. Right. So you need to keep them clean by not sweating. Them by unclean socks.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, again, it's in a small room for hours, and if you have a stinky sock, <laughs> you, you're going to be in trouble. So, exactly. Right.、Yeah. And if you are in doubt, if you don't know how to do it, so just follow the person to your, next to you and then do exactly 
as she or he does. Mm, assuming that person knows. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I think uh, mm. the host, actually, that's the yeah, role of the host, yes. right? Mm. To so, choose the right person. Right. And then just I can say, don't worry about it. Mm. And most importantly, be this respect to host and other guests. Mm. Keep them, so keep these three in your mind. Mm. And I'm sure you will enjoy the occasion. Mm. So the, the third one, respect other guests, mm-hmm. meaning regardless how much you know, you don't know, just try to enjoy the mm-hmm. time the time together. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And uh, the tea ceremony can be from, you know, maybe three people to 50 people, depending on the occasion. Right, right? yeah. So there is many different kinds of tea ceremony. Mm-hmm. So. Like, uh, for example, the large-scale tea gathering. This is a uh, simplest kind of tea gathering with only thin tea served. Mm-hmm. It is uh, typically open to the public. Mm-hmm. So no sweets, no food. Uh, uh, no food, but it's sweet. Sweet, sweet is served. Yes, yes. There could be like a 50 people mm-hmm. at the same time in, the, in large tea room. Okay. And then this tea gathering is uh, held all over country in shrine or temples mm-hmm. in Japan. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think I've been to one of those mm-hmm. in, uh, I think it was in Kyoto. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really casual. And mm-hmm. then... Uh, young and old, men and women, mm-hmm. people really enjoy and mix and they appreciate, right. you know, mm-hmm. the tea ceremony mm-hmm. spirit, right? Okay. And uh, also there is a small-scale tea gathering, very private gathering, take place everywhere, mm. enjoyed according to the circumstances by small number of, like, full-loved tea ceremony. Mm. It's c- maybe member of the same school of tea who get together. Mm. And the third one, we are, uh, I just talked about uh, uh, the Chaji, which is a formal tea event. Mm. So that's the, with the followed by the tea, mm-hmm. the, the Swiss tea, and mm-hmm. the followed by a kaiseki meal. Mm-hmm. So exactly. It's much more serious. Yes, right. yeah. So um, actually, the you know, the use of matcha, mm-hmm. um, of course, for listeners who are not familiar with the matcha, mm-hmm. matcha is a finely ground powder of special tea mm-hmm. that was grown in shade for the last few weeks mm-hmm. before harvest mm-hmm. versus regular green tea, mm-hmm. which is in glowing full sunlight. So uh, it's very delicate and precious and then a little more expensive, too, and also highly nutritious, too. So, and I heard that there are two kinds of tea that are served at the tea ceremony. So one is koicha. And the other one is Ustja. So what, are the, what is the difference between the two? Uh, yes. Um, thin tea is, of course, thin. Only mm-hmm. the one... That's Ustja. Right. It's right. called Ustja. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, Koicha is, uh, of course, thick. Mm-hmm. And uh, Koicha is uh, um, the three scoops per person. Of uh, matcha. Yeah, of the matcha. Wow. It's, it's not liquid anymore. It's no, it's very pasty. Mm. Mm. Like a modern smoothie. Right. Mm. And that one is uh, served at uh, the serious, more serious tea ceremony. Not for everybody, correct? Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. And then in the very serious uh, moment in the chaji, the most important time mm. is served uh, koicha. Mm. And the sinti is uh, in the more casual uh, occasion mm. and then usually end of the chaji we serve the sinti mm. and then we can talk and then we can enjoy the conversation mm. with the sinti so okay. it means more casual right 
Because if it's pasty, mm-hmm. you have to really have some skills to how to right, drink exactly. it. Right, exactly. And then and hot water have to be very hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And uh, the other thing is sweets. Mm-hmm. You know, the goods called the wagashi. Um, so wagashi basically is um, a little different kind of sweets compared to uh, Western food. Mm-hmm. So what is wagashi and um, um, why do you so serve wagashi with the green tea? Um, the wagashi um, is a sweet, of course. And get to eat wagashi in a little before the tea served. Mm-hmm. So guests enjoy the harmony between sweetness and bitterness. Mm. This is a purpose. Right. Coffee yeah. and the cake, the same Right, idea. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the wagashi the traditional Japanese um, confec- confections that are often served with tea, just as I told you. Mm-hmm. And then especially the type made of mochi mm-hmm. and uh, rice cake. Anko. Anko, it's called anko. It's a red or a white bean paste. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, dry fruits. Right. So that's very class, really classic. Uh, anko, it's mm-hmm. like one of those most uh, typical mm-hmm. wagashi right. ingredients. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And uh, I heard that, that you make all sweets by yourself for your tea <laughs> ceremony sessions. Yes. So yeah. isn't it hard? Because... Uh, I saw one of your uh, Facebook posting, and mm-hmm. then I saw a picture of a blue cave, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Aonodox in Japanese, and it was stunning, really beautiful. <laughs> it's like a Grotta Zura, that kind of like Italian ocean. It's stunning. So oh, thank you. Right, so I it, do. Um, the, I do. Uh, I make uh, so many. Mm-hmm. Each tea class, I make uh, um, my own. Mm. And uh, um, is that something you learned? No, just uh, from maybe cookpad, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it's it, it's it is actually difficult, but uh, um, I don't make too difficult one. Mm. But I, I'm trying to uh, develop myself. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have to post that the specific uh, uh, wagashi picture because I was so impressed that you. Oh yeah, it. because um, usually wagashi has a poetic name. Mm-hmm. And it's express a season, ah, and right. also could be a part of a, um, the the theme of the event mm-hmm. or tea ceremony. Right, and so also seasonal, very seasonal, too. and has a story. Mm-hmm. Even very small, it has a story. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, by the way, where do you teach a uh, uh, tea ceremony? Um, I teach at four different uh, um, venues. Mm-hmm. Two in Manhattan. Uh, Globus Tea House at 19th Street and Broadway. Mm-hmm. So that's Stephen Globus. Right, uh, exactly. Yeah, it's a very nice place. Right. And also another one is the Tenley Cultural Institute at 13th Street and mm-hmm. 6th Avenue. And one in Brooklyn, J. Colabo, mm-hmm. at Park Slope. Okay. It is in the like, loft building. Mm. So where can we find the information of your classes? Uh, my blog. Okay. <laughs> or Facebook. Okay. And uh, the last one is at my home in New Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So, for venues, so your blog uh, address is. Uh, uh, I, I can't remember. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll look up and then post on the uh, page. Murasaki Tea something. Okay, <laughs> something. So, we'll, we'll post it. Okay, thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you teach uh, tea ceremony to children. Oh, yes. Too, right? um, yeah. In the beginning, you said uh, teaching to 500 is not 
really correct. Oh, really? I, uh, that's okay. <laughs> but uh, I served tea mm-hmm. to 500 people in a year, okay. and mostly uh, children. Oh, wow. Yes, uh, starting from kindergarten mm-hmm. to high school. Wow. And uh, actually in uh, college, students too. Mm. But what's their reaction? Just such a young age. And, you know, it could be a little complicated uh, yeah. process for mm. them. Even when I saw like a six-year-old boy and the girls, they can sit on the, um, they can have a seat mm. in tea ceremony in a little while, very quiet. Wow. And then they love sweets and tea. Even tea is a little bit bitter, mm. but they can drink. So it's maybe it's a result of a spiritual, the quietness, meditative effect, and children can really learn. Yeah, they understand. They are pleased to experience the world detached from their everyday life. Mm. So maybe it's not a bad idea to, you know, teach yeah, to a lot of... Yeah, younger age. Mm-hmm. And if they can remember, like me, when I had the first tea experience uh, nine years old, right. so they can con- maybe they can keep in some way in, in their mind, mm-hmm. and then when they got to grow up, right. probably they want to maybe learn mm-hmm. more deeply, mm-hmm. which is I really hope. Right. So plant some seeds, and mm-hmm. then spiritually, right, right. Mm-hmm. exactly, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then what about uh, you know the adults? Like, what's the biggest challenges in teaching tea ceremony to New Yorkers? To New York, yes. Um, <laughs> To make people understand how important it is continue practicing, because, because practice makes perfect. Mm. So repeated practice of basic unit of movement right. is sometimes boring. Mm. Boring not for me, but uh, it's very, very important. Right. Um, Isn't it uh, mm. like, you know, once you pass some level, you mm-hmm. feel suddenly you find it interesting? Yes, yeah. So about... I can say about a year, mm-hmm. if they come to like a two or three times per month, mm-hmm. so they will be more comfortable to right. do the follow the form. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so, and then they can, you know, read themselves appreciation of the tradition and the spirit mm-hmm. of this ceremony. Right. Yeah, but they have to start learning. Uh, form first. Right. It's almost like uh, all Japanese, you know, um, mm-hmm. the classes, like uh, karate, they mm-hmm. have to run the kata, which is form first. Right. And then calligraphy, which is shuji, mm-hmm. they have to copy mm-hmm. from uh, the teacher or. Um, Right. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, those, uh, you know, martial arts to mm-hmm. Japanese traditional or any, I think even maybe any traditional. Mm-hmm or established sports, mm-hmm. once you come to into your life for, for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. it becomes a part of your movement. So, because they're not asking you something unnatural, right? So, tea ceremony, I heard a movement. Once you get it, you realize, oh, wow, it's such a natural movement. Yeah, it is very natural. And um, looks like complicated, but it is not. This is a very, a most simple way to pro- produce a procedure to make tea. Wow. Mm. Okay. That's amazing. So, all right. Um, I wish we had more time, but, uh, well, thank you for joining us today, Keiko. Thank you so much. So, um, I look forward to seeing you at uh, your classes to brush brush up my rustic (laughs) techniques. All right. So, listeners, um, I will post uh, uh, Keiko's uh, blog address 
later on the show page. And uh, if you have any questions or comments about the show, please contact us at heritageradionetwork.org. And Japan Eats is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays, always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, and Stitcher Podcasts. Today's show was made possible by Itoen, and my engineer is David Tadasiore. Um, thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.